I am from Jacksonville, Florida, also known as Duval County. Okay. Um, it's a great place. You okay. Know, um, it's, um, it's, it's a city that has challenges like everyone's city. I grew up in the inner city. And, um, and ultimately, I, um, I just learned how to hustle there. You mm. know, I, I always have had to put myself in a position where if it's something that I want, you know, I've had to go earn it myself and go and get it. And uh, from an early age, you know, I just have always had something. You know, I've always had something I was selling, something I was doing um, to provide for myself and help my mom, my family. You know, um, always I pride myself on never doing anything illegal. You know, so I've been able to do what I had to do. And, and you know, and I was able to pass down temptations to do things that may have landed me in, in wrong spots because I knew where I didn't want to be at. You know, I knew the things that I didn't want to put my mother through. I knew I wanted to be a good example for my little brother and my nephew. So with all that being said, I always challenged myself to to think outside the box and uh, and find promising ways to not only just earn income. Right. But just provide opportunity and just uh, be a good example. So. Um, so, like I said, you know, I, I grew up in Jacksonville, um, graduated, you know, not anything spectacular as far as the student go. I had my challenges like everyone else. <laughs> right. Where'd you go to school? I went to Reigns High School. OK. The Reigns High School. OK. So I, Infamous, I went. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So so I went to Reigns High School. Um, you know, like I said, I wasn't any standout student or anything, man. I, I barely graduated. Right. And, <laughs> you know, but at that time, my grandfather had a conversation with me and I, I remember it, you know, like it was yesterday. He just set me down and said, you know, um, I'm proud of you. And he said, um, you know, you have two options. You know, um, if you get out here and do the wrong thing, I'm going to bail you out one time. But if you get out here and try to do the right thing, I'm going to support you no matter what. So college was never on the on the menu for me, so to say. So I, I went to junior college for two years and and um, it kind of started to find my groove in school, okay. you know, because I knew it was something that I had to do. And then I went to University of South Florida, probably one of the best things that happened to me in my life. You know, going to USF, I met lifelong friends there, you know, um, that I, you know, just love to death. And um, and that really just taught me the power of networking, you know. So I say that to say in every phase, I've always had different learnings and lessons. So, um, you know, coming out of college, man, I got to corporate America. I did insurance for a while. And... Um, and it was cool, you know, but I always just had the feeling like I'm not supposed to be doing this. Gotcha. You know, if you tell me, I, for some reason, I get turned off when I figure out when, they, when you can tell me how much you're going to pay me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. I'm one of the people, I don't want a salary cap. You know, right. I, I don't want to be limited. I want to be paid based on my efforts, be paid based on what I, the, the value that I truly, truly bring. So, you know, but I'm also content with making the most out of where I am. Right. So I, I leverage, you know, relationships and my networking capabilities. And within five years of working with a, a very large insurance company, I was able to go from a call center representative part time to being a, a claims team manager for litigation claims and having no litigation experience, just pretty much the ability to network, you know. And again, and, you know, I went to where I was making six figures with the insurance company, but it just I wasn't I didn't feel good about it. Right. You know, um, so my. Original passion and my, my passion is, is printing and designing clothes and things like that. So I always did that on the side, making money in college and things like that. So I wanted to take the opportunity to to not work anymore. Right. And start my own business. So I jumped off the ledge and I took all my money. Right. And I just jumped off the edge with with no mentorship, with no guidance, with no anything. And I started my own print company. OK. So I packed my family up and we moved to Orlando um, where I opened up a print shop in the Florida Mall. And it was beautiful, right? It, it looked great, you know. It was it was appeasing to the eye. Everyone was proud of me for what I did, but I didn't really have a game plan. What was the name of that shop? 
Ink and Thread Studios. Ink and Thread? Ink and Thread okay, Studios. Okay, cool. So, so I opened up this print shop, man, and it was cool, you know, but that was probably one of the most challenging years of my life, you know, health-wise, I was on the decline, you know, family-wise, you know, it was it was rocky, right? And and I was putting all of my time into this business. I mean, I was doing 18-hour days, and at the end of the day, there was no money there. Mm. So I was bleeding out cash, right? Didn't have a game plan, didn't, you know, ask for help or anything. I was just going because I had the confidence I could get it done. How much did it cost you to, what did you have to invest to open that spot up? Man, I, all in all, man, I, I put close to about 60 to 70 grand in getting that started. Wow. And um, and it was a pretty good business, you know, did six figures on the revenue side, but there was nothing left. Gotcha. You know, there, there, was, there was no profits left, you know, there was no game plan, there was nothing in place. So I was essentially just working for free and working to say that I got a shop, you know, and and pride, you know what I mean? When people from my community came to Orlando to see the grand opening and, you know, so it was more so of a pride thing, but, you know, I had to come to a reality moment and just be like, you know, it's either this business or my family and, and, and my health and, you know, and this isn't it. Right. So uh, with all that being said, man, I shut it down. You know, I shut that business down. Um, I had to lick my wounds and, and get back to it. That's probably, you know, it was, it was rock bottom for me. You know, I, I lost a lot of stuff. You know, I, I lost my truck. You know, I had this pretty red truck that I had worked so much and loved and um, I lost it. You know, I never forget that. And um, and from that moment, I said, you know, what? I'm going to get myself back into corporate America. I'm going to work. I'm going to get myself back on my feet and um, and then I'll assess things when I get from there. So, you know, I got back in corporate America. bro. I uh, started working again and it was great. You know, I've managed to do the same thing, get in entry level claims representative and move my way up from an intermediate claims adjuster all the way to a senior level adjuster, um, had opportunities to go into leadership. But I just still didn't have that satisfaction, you know, so I so I never stopped printing. Right. I just moved back to Jacksonville and took all my stuff, put it in this old garage and just printing out of that. My best product was was a socks. I would do dice up socks for football teams. And I know seasonally I would always make this money coming back. And, um, and man, it was like September, October, 2019. And, um, and I'm in the garage with my brother-in-law and, you know, we're pressing out socks and my mom thinking, man, like this can't be it. You know, I know I'm going to make money off of it, but what's going to happen when I make this sum of money and the season's gone, what do I do then? And I don't know what it was, man, but just something just said, you know, just get into, you know, look into trucking, you know, look into, look into something that can be potent and, and run. And even though you don't have a CDL. So I started my research there, man. And, um, and I ran across something that was saying, you know, courier services, right? So I started researching courier services and, um, and trying to find my entry point into transportation because I wanted to use my previous experiences of losing all my money and having to be the entire business and, you know, and, and having to shut down. I wanted to, I use all these learned lessons to say, okay, but what do I want to avoid in this new business? Right. And the biggest thing that I wanted to avoid was not having enough money to accept the bumps and bruises when they happen because they will happen. Right. So, um, it was the same thing for me. You know, I was ready to empty out of 401k. I have no problem ever doing that. You know what I mean? Like run that. You're willing to bet, bet on yourself. Every time, bro. Every yeah. time. So, but I wanted to do it the smart way. Right. Right. I, I had been through the pain and, and, and did all those things and I wanted to avoid that. So, you know, so that ruled out the semi truck for me. Right. I didn't have enough money. I probably had enough money to get one. But I didn't have enough money to really get into the business and be in the business. OK, you know? what, what did you think was uh, the number that you needed in order to get that? Well, for the number that I thought that I needed would be at least like 
40K in liquid. Okay. You know, I felt that, you know, I um, I would need that and then some because okay. there are things that I knew that there would be things that I cannot expect that will happen. You know, and I learned that in the printing business. So um, and that was just about all I had. Right. When I looked at all the things I had and, you know, place like, well, I'm not I don't want to spend everything to get started. Right. How can I get started in something and learn as I grow? Start small and with the end, with the goal of ending big. Right. So um, with that being said, man, you know, I um, I just kept looking to courier services. You know, I, I learned about the box trucks and started looking into my market and doing research and just identified that it was a it was an opportunity in box trucks. You know, initially when I got started, my game plan was to get started in box trucks and then grow to a semi truck. That was that was my thought process was. Okay. It was almost like, you know, just like when I went to college, you know, I went to junior college before I could go to university and I accepted that. Right. And I made the most out of it. So when I left the the junior college, I left as a dean's list, you know, 3.8 GPA, highest it's ever been in my life. Right. Because I accepted it. Right. And because I knew that I could bet on myself and move forward. Same thing with this. I accepted the fact that, OK, maybe you can't start with a semi truck, but let's get started with the box truck. So that way you can grow and you can learn. Um, and ultimately, man, I just I fell in love with it. Mm. You know, I, I found a niche. Right. I, I felt that I was in the, the right space. So I started with this box truck. I didn't know much about it. Right. Okay. So I jumped into it. Um, what kind of truck did you get? I bought a 2014 uh, Peterbilt. Okay. I love Peterbilt's and I bought it because of the looks. So I'm one of the type of people, man, where if I want it, like, you know, I still want the things that I want. Right. You know, so I I, I probably I spent way too much on it. Uh, <laughs> How much was that? Um, well, the first truck I purchased was about like 38000 Okay. But it was a really nice truck. Um, okay. It is a really nice truck. It's my favorite truck still to this day. Um, but as far as the terms go, you know, I had one of those biweekly gotcha. uh, payments right. and had to put 30% down. So, but it was one of those things where I knew that, hey, if I get it, and find the balance that I'm looking for, I can manage that. Right. Right. And I also accepted the fact that I'm not going to quit my job until the business is prepared. I didn't want to force my business to take care of me. Okay. So I bought this box truck, you know, um, didn't know much about it, right? I bought the box truck, didn't even have my, my DOT paperwork done, okay. you know, because of the things I've heard. So, so I had to go through all these bumps and bruises uh, to get my truck going. And um, and when I finally got it going in November of 2019, you know, um, I was running it myself and I was still working my nine to five. So I would literally work my nine to five, get a little bit of sleep, you know, wake up at midnight, go run, uh, probably get back to Jacksonville, maybe like eight o'clock, eight thirty or so. Right. So I got this driveway that's not suitable for the 26 foot box truck. So I would literally pull all across my grass, hop out, go take a shower drop the truck off and then go to work. And I did that for like six months. Wow. You know, because um, I wanted to learn the job for myself. And I, again, was willing to do whatever it took.